Welcome to Let Me Know How It Is, a podcast about all things geek. I'm Zach Slater. I'm Frank Melman. I'm Tommy Smithereens. And I'm Clifton. And we are talking Batman The Death in the Family, the just announced DC animated showcase release coming out on Blu-ray October 13th. They just dropped the trailer. So what did you guys think? I thought it looks great. I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're revisiting my favorite uh, uh, animated series of all time, in my opinion. Animated movie, right? Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah. Animated movie. But I, I just didn't expect to see it coming. When I thought when I thought they're putting it out, I thought they were gonna do, I think, the Snyder version of was it Death in the Family? Ugh. I mean oh, <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> uh, Death of the Family. Yeah, Death the Scott the Snyder family. version. Okay, yeah. I went to Zack Snyder for a second. Yeah. <laughs> uh I mean oh. Yeah. And and you're talking to me about a revisit to uh Red Hood. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And they're doing it in such a spectacular way that I didn't think they would visit. I mean, who would have thought Bandersnatch would influence the DC animated <laughs> movies? <laughs> or, or that Kimmy Schmidt. Movie. Yes, I was going to yeah. say, or the Kimmy Schmidt one. <laughs> yes, or, yes, because Kimmy Schmidt had that kind of a reach. I'm thinking Black Mirror. <laughs> hey, they also did a Choose Your Own Adventure. They did. did. No, I, I did. I know. I saw it. I just, <laughs> the one that you know, shattered my mind was the Bandersnatch right. one. That's right, what. of course. <laughs> Yeah, so the, so the DC animated movies did Under the Red Hood a couple of years back. That was directed by Brandon Vietti. And then they do these uh, showcase is what they call them, where they do sort of uh, shorts, like these 11 minute, 12 minutes, sometimes sometimes a little bit longer, uh, focusing on like Sergeant Rock or Phantom Stranger or something. And then they usually have a deluxe one. So that's what this one is going to be, Batman Death in the Family. And I had heard at one point that like that Vietti was working on this. And that was the first like, like, oh, I wonder if I wonder if they're if he's connecting it to like under the red hood. And then sure enough, we get this trailer and it's like, it's a choose your own adventure thing. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. No, I, I can't imagine what this was like to work on. I mean, Vietti wrote this as well. And I'm just curious uh, about how, okay. like, I want to see what this script looked like. I wish I could. Well, I mean, I know? think it's really I think it's cool that they're trying to recapture the, what it might have felt like back in early what mid, I don't know, 88. Was that what it was? Yeah, I can't remember. Orig- with the 900 number and the call yes. to vote. Yeah. Yes, with the, with the original you know, 900 numbers of trying to vote for whether or not to let uh, Jason Todd live or die. You know? Right. I think it's really cool that they're doing the Choose Your Own Adventure and that basically gives you that feeling of, well, let's just see what happens if he doesn't make it. Right. Yeah, it's a fun way to adapt the gimmick. <laughs> yes, very much so. With the and third option. And you can option. choose both. Yeah, which, which, which they have a third <laughs> option. So there's like, there's the Robin dies. Right. Which is weird because I guess it's just the movie. I guess it's just right. under the Red Hood. I don't know. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but it's also like Robin lives. But then there's another one that like it's like Batman saves Robin. But the other but the third option is like Robin cheats death. Ah. And so if you've seen saves the trailer, <laughs> there's there's bits where like he becomes, I guess, like kind of a hush. Yeah. Quasi character, which is a, a little bit of a nod to, to the hush storyline, which is like the first instance of like Jason Todd, like sort of coming back. Right. That I think inspired the real story of Jason Todd coming back. But there's like he becomes Red Robin in a version, it looks like. Mm-hmm. So it's all very cool. And I like that they made the animation style look as similar to they could as like a movie that came out 10 years ago. Right. Yeah. The, the Death in the Family storyline was published in um, 1988 with the 900 number. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. But no, I, I agree with Zach. I like how they called back the original voices as well. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna have DiMaggio do another take of the Joker is gonna be good. Oh yeah. yeah. He's gonna be great. 
Yeah, the only one they didn't get was Jensen Ackles. Mm, Jensen Ackles played whom? He he was Jason. He was older Jason. Yeah. And under the Red Hood. So, but they got the kid that played young Jason in, in sort of the opening and the flashback sequence under the Red Hood. So he's doing it looks like he's doing him throughout the whole piece. Okay. In this okay. one. And Bruce Greenwood is awesome as Batman, which I can't yes, wait. But I think was Under the Red Hood his first role in Batman? Uh yes. And then he kept yeah. doing it after, like in Young Justice and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was and then in um Gotham by Gaslight, he was Batman also. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Another good one. I think it's gonna be awesome. We're gonna get Batman wishing Robin was dead, huh? <laughs> I don't think that's what this is. Right. Oh, that's not what it is. Oh. No, 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 no. No, if you're unfamiliar if you're unfamiliar with the original, the original is basically uh written by Jim Starlin. Okay. I believe. And basically deals with the fact that uh Jason Todd is searching for his birth parents or his birth mom. Yeah, his mom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh in the original star. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, he gets some indication of where of where his birth mother is. Right. And they go to like like Sarajevo or something like that. Something like, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, I, it, to me, it's always been like, it's, 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 it's a one scene story in my opinion. You hmm. know what I mean? Like it's known for that moment. I think where Jason, you know, gets beaten to death with a crowbar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I was going to say for Jason, it's, it's, you know, it's one note, but it also from then on, the Joker is never like whenever people wanted to pick the Joker with shorthand, they basically show that crowbar. They love yeah. showing that crowbar. They do. They absolutely do. So, but I, I'm interested to see sort of what they what they keep from the original, and what they're sort of introducing new. What they're kind of pulling from other pieces. You know, I think I think because it 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 is it, it's a it's a bizarre story. Looking back, where like Joker gets a weird, you know, diplomatic immunity <laughs> yeah, to yeah. it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's yeah. Well, the, one one thing that I couldn't help but think or make a connection to. Is that DC's also publishing their three Joker story around the same time that this is being released? So I can't help mm-hmm. but think that one of the best or uh, uh, glaring examples of how truly evil the Joker can be is chronicled in uh, video as well as in comic books. Yeah, yeah. It'd be interesting to see what they do with that as well. Yeah, but him and the crowbar, that picture. Yes. Yeah. What gets me too is that, like in the trailer, you get like glimpses of um, Two Face. Two Face was mm-hmm. not in the original movie, right? And, yeah. and like, I'm just a sucker anytime Two Face shows up because I think he's kind of criminally underused, even like in comics in general. But as far as like these animated movies goes, how many has he showed up in? Two? Is it? Right. Is it even two? You know, like he's in Dark Knight Returns, and like he's in Gotham by Gaslight, which he doesn't become Two Face. I'm pretty sure. I don't. And I can't remember 66. that. And the Batman sixty six Batman. Oh right, yeah. right, right, yeah. Oh by Shatner, yeah. <laughs> yep, it's a good one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's not used that often for for yeah. as, as like major villain as he is. I'll be mad because this is only a showcase at that. Yeah, yeah. I do think that this is a longer one. So a couple years back, they did they did um the Captain Marvel Black Adam showcase, which was like twenty minutes. And right. so, and I've seen Brandon Vietti on Twitter when somebody asks like how long is it, and he's like, it depends like the track you take. So <laughs> <laughs> the longer the normal showcase is like around ten. Um, yeah, usually, the usually like in the 11 minute, 12 minute range, the death one that they put out with, uh, the Sandman character, Neil Gaiman, Wonder Woman bloodlines. I think that was longer. That was, that was like 17 minutes or so. I think that was the longest of the non deluxe ones that they did. Okay. Yeah. 
But I'm interested to see, are we getting three different shorts? Or are we going to get the same like 10 minute intro into the into the diversion of the um, plot line? Probably you know? the same intro. And then it'll, depending on which path you take, it'll divulge in different things. And then okay. you turn to page 37 if you want him to die. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm curious if it's just that one spot where you get to choose or if there's going to be other ones down the line. Possibly. That you could do. Yeah, Possibly. I, I mean, yeah, it sounds like so much work. But yeah. <laughs> yes. No, I think it's cool that they're experimenting with it and kind of and, and playing with it. You know, I've heard some people say like it's gimmicky, but, you know, I don't think so. Like, I, like, so like, is what I'm it's like ba- so is what it's based on. Yeah, it, that, that's <laughs> yeah. that's exactly what I said. Right. It was, yes. It's yeah. not any more gimmicky than it ever was. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. hundred percent what I said to, to all of them. Like, like the original story's gimmicky. Come on. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. I I have seen Red Hood a thousand times, so. I have no problems rewatching this a thousand times more. Yes. Yeah. It's, it, it's, um, I, I love Brandon Vietti as a writer. I'm curious as to like, like how they didn't get, um, Judd Winnick for it. Like, uh, Judd Winnick actually did the screenplay for the original and he was adapting his own story from, from his run on Batman. And so I don't quite know what the story is there, but you know, well, and, and thinking it through Judd Winnick takes it after that point that, that, Red Hood is his own story, but this is not Red Hood we're getting. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm so I'm fine with Judd Winnick not doing the screenplay on this one because really he takes the original um story and makes it into his own, as opposed to this adapting the original story and ultimately changing it from that point forward, right? Yeah, I mean that's a good point too. Yeah, I guess because he's not really involved with the death in the family aspect stuff. I mean, he is he is in the sense that like you for his red hood narrative to make sense as a movie you had to see death in the family in some form and they just distill it down to like a teaser before the opening credits you know we just see the moments leading up to jason's death which which i think is a smart thing to include for sure uh it wouldn't make any sense to just jump jump right into the story he wrote mm-hmm. yeah what is it that you love so much about under the red hood though I just think it's a great adaptation. I think it, it, for all the stuff that that got derailed because of Infinite Crisis, I think they do a really good job making it, you know, cohesive and has the ending. And then the the tag piece of the end with Jason on his first day still gets me every time. Yeah, I was going to say the distinct violence we get DC Universe Punisher. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah, some good fights in there. Yeah. Extremely good fights. The car scene where Batman jumps through the car. Jeez. Yeah. Great stuff. I like how small it feels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That like, yeah. you know, it's, it's a movie with God, seven speaking parts in it. <laughs> right. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Like there's, the, it's, it's such a small personal story between like really these three characters with a couple of side, you know, like Nightwing and, and Alfred and stuff in Amazo from one part. I love that Amazo fight though. I love how it pivots throughout the movie. Like the areas in which we get Nightwing is different than areas we get um, Joker in a way, than the areas that we get Gordon, and then the areas that it's just Batman and Jason. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. just this when it changes um, acts or scenes, it doesn't feel disjointed. But clearly, certain people are in certain acts while they're not, but it doesn't feel like they're missing. Like at no point do I feel like I wanted Nightwing towards the end. 
right. of, the, yeah. of the story. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. Like, I love that he's in there, and I love that we get to see him, and we get to see him do cool stuff. But when he's essentially written out of the story, like, I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like it, it, it makes, it makes a certain sense and, and it, yeah. And it pairs it down. Like I said, to be to the, to, to the important three people in that story, you know? Yep. The only thing, uh, the only biggest gripe I have about the whole thing is this lack of female representation in that whole story. Mm-hmm. We only get one yeah. woman in it. And I think it's the people trying to kill Jason towards the end. Yeah. It's, it's like, she's like black masks like right hand essentially and she has yeah, maybe yeah. maybe four lines i could think of if that much <laughs> in that movie yeah yeah for sure i mean it was it was like you know it wasn't a, th- a thing where like batgirl or oracle wasn't really much into the story as far as i can remember mm-hmm. um yeah it is it is for sure it is a it is a male driven story absolutely and there's not there's not yeah and it doesn't look like that there's going to be any any additional female characters added for this side of thing like i would be really amazed if they even mentioned jason's mom yeah probably not. you bit. never know like it's yeah you never know but it seems like i'm just curious like if they could get it in in that runtime right hopefully so you know and for that to not come up at all in under the red hood because like what happens with his mom in the story is you know it's pretty big yeah <laughs> for that to not be a component mentioned at all i think i think would be yeah i feel like that they would talk about that yeah but yeah tell us your thoughts in the comments please remember to like us and follow us on social media and don't forget to hit that subscribe button as well thanks for listening everyone we'll catch you on the next one